Welcome to Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, what's happening? I spy the wells. All of the wells. Hey everybody. No partial wells tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm wholly here. You know what's weird? When we you are. To, when we have to record on a Wednesday because life gets in the way, and yet there's really not like any big breaking news. Like you ever notice? Like we'll put an episode out. Yes. And then, like, the biggest fucking story pops, and we're like, yeah. God damn it, we gotta wait two weeks to fucking talk about it. Yeah, that this? means tomorrow's the big news. Yeah. Tomorrow's gonna be the news that, like, you know, Sierra Nevada has bought stone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or something fucking huge and insane, because it always seems to happen. But, anyways, Son we're of here. A- All right, fine. So, uh, what's been going on since our last session? I, uh, drove back to Indiana, funeral. Got to go. No, funeral. Yeah. Go uh, gallivanting around though, and did some shopping, and uh, picked up some some beers and some bourbons and some sodas and other miscellaneous uh, local Southern Indiana accoutrement. Accoutrement uh, made for a good trip, and uh, actually one of those, uh, two of those we gotta have tonight. Nice. So, all right, good times. I'm excited. Very, yeah. exci- very excited. Very yeah. excited. Yeah, I mean it's always. It's always fun to go back and not always fun. It's it's fun looking around and shopping when I go back. Um, but just like everywhere else, I, I'm getting more and more overwhelmed. There are oh, yeah. more breweries and more, more wild guesses. Are these guys going to be any good at all? Never heard of them. Maybe they're okay. Um, was at a local restaurant and uh, they were supposed to have... Um, actually, this beer that we're going to have at the end of the show, they were supposed to have it on tap. And I was like, excellent. Sweet. Start me out with one of those, please, and thank you. And don't bring me one of your frosted glasses. Yes. And they came back and they're like, yeah, our beer tech isn't hasn't been here yet today and it's not hooked up. And I'm like, okay, 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 <laughs> okay. Then I'll take this other local you know, lo- local beer and um, like, you know how, you know, you know that, that kind of style and vein that higher ground lives in. Um, it's a little cloudy. It's mostly, you know, it's very bitter, uh, but it's got a whole lot of other stuff going on with it. And, 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 and higher ground is really excellent. Yeah. This is like, this was like higher ground without the excellent part. Yeah. And uh, it was just, it was okay. It was just, you know, it was just a bitter IPA with not a whole lot else going on. And, you know, I was just like, well, I'm, I'm glad I didn't pick any else other their stuff up. I mean, they're fairly new and, you know, maybe in another, you know, year or so they'll be all right. But yeah, I understand they got a new head brewer. So, you know, there's always that kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was fun. I had uh, two different people recommend I go and uh, to a specific place and uh, pick up something for the show, and so we did that. And we'll have that tonight as well. Cool. Um, it was a fun time. And then, uh, oh, and uh, I, I happened to have been out. I needed to get my uh, CO two tank refilled for my kegerator. I finally killed it. Uh, it's been it's been one week since I know. Uh, <laughs> Popped over at one of the, the local places that refills those those canisters, and they had beer um, for sale as well. And I noticed they had some court shoes, and I was like, you know, I, I I've really gotten to where I think I like pretty much all of the court shoes except for like one. I'll I'll just go ahead and grab. And I looked, and it was two that we didn't have on the show. So I'm like, well, okay, cool. I'm gonna go ahead and buy these and bring them on the show. So we've got those tonight as well. 
Nice. So, lots of fun. Good times for me. Wells, you do anything fun? Unusually boring. I mean, just nothing really going on. The weather's been kind of shitty, so... Yeah, uh, can't make up its mind here. Let's yeah. let's be 30 degrees one day, 70 the next. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of holding my powder because this weekend is Divine Barrel's third anniversary, whatever. What is so, their, their stuff goes on sale tomorrow, right? Uh, Yeah. Okay. I need to make well, sure I get in on some of that. Yeah, they've got like a quadruple can release and then some barley wine nice. uh, coming out on Sunday so or Saturday. Is that pre? Is that uh, online order? Yeah. That's the one I want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm going to be bringing barley wine on the show because you know, it's me and barley wine. And those two things go together like Shamalama Ding Dong. Sure. I guess those things go together like Boneyard Brewing and uh, Deschutes Shoots. Brewery. Yeah. So I guess that's a the there's biggest. a segue. Yeah, there's a there's a fucking segue. Boom. I guess this is kind of the only breaking news. Uh, this broke actually today. So you'll hear this tomorrow. Yeah, uh, we were. I yeah, would call already... this like huge news, though. No, I mean, exactly, because I, I looked at this and I went, "Who?" Yeah. Who? So, fun fact: uh, when I did my beercation, uh, we actually went to Boneyard. It okay. was you would have loved it. It was in this uh, kind of garage kind of setup, lots of like uh, metal and kind of skater oh, kind nice. of vibe, and uh, like they had Slayer playing. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, like yeah, it like yeah, it just, in right now. Yeah, it, it was like like very much like. 80s metal, right? Really cool vibe. The beer was okay, but they were like really new at the time. Plus, we had just walked away from Deschutes at that point. So ah. we kind of were already a little tipsy and palette destroyed as it was. And yeah. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that, you know, so Deschutes main facility is right there, kind of well, I guess Boneyard's kind of in their backyard, so to speak. But uh not not a huge surprise here, but boneyard in the backyard. Yeah, I mean maybe uh, you know maybe this is the start of Deschutes trying to like be protective of the other Ben breweries. Who knows? Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, um, I, I'll be honest. Deschutes kind of faded for me because I haven't seen a lot of their stuff. Like they showed up and then yeah. they kind of disappeared. It's it's out there at the big box stores. A lot of it's it's, it's kind of like Firestone. It makes me sad because a lot of it, especially the good stuff, a lot of it's out of date. Yeah, I picked up a Firestone uh, twelve pack and I was excited, and then saw that it was canned in July, and just kind of said "womp womp" out loud. Ouch! And walked away. Mm. Yeah, that that sucks. That sucks. Uh, so yeah, there we go. There's there's the big news: Boneyard and Deschutes or Deschutes buying Boneyard Brewery. It's uh, Deschutes' first acquisition. They've been around since 1988. And, I mean, this whole breweries, craft breweries buying other craft breweries thing, I think it's fairly new. But, you know, here's Deschutes saying we're first, our, our first one. So, yeah. And and who knows? I mean, we always Feels talk that like this, this could signal another... Oscar Blues type of conglomerate thing at some point. There could, who knows how this. I mean, I could get behind better. the idea of like a Pacific Northwest based canarchy. You know, wh- where you take advantage of maybe some of the distribution Deschutes has. You start getting like Boneyard and Good Good Road. I think it's the name of one of them mm-hmm. up there. Um, just a, just a bunch of those. Like, I'd love to be able to get Georgetown down here. Yeah, that would be cool. Would be really cool, and of course Fremont. But I mean, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Fremont. 
Yeah, well, I'm not ready to go up there and get me some Fremont. <laughs> yeah. What's going on at the BA? What did they do? What what do they do? What did they do? Or <laughs> this time? Okay, we so, know they've done some weird things over the last year, but yeah, uh, the Brewers Association has released uh, their 2021 beer style guidelines, and hey, we're going to have uh, three new beers to be judged in competitions. There's the Kentucky Common, woo, yeah, so, which which is a you know a tasty one. So so. Like I know, uh, Triple C and like Birdsong have done like the Carolina Common, and you know, Anchor Steam is a common. Is Kentucky Common different than a regular Common? As far as I know, no. It's all kind of the same basic idea of your second runnings off of whatever type of beer you've mashed. You just pull your second runnings off, and it's typically a lower ABV beer. Okay. I don't know that a Kentucky Commons made any differently than yeah, than a normal Car- or I mean, a, com- a Carolina Common or a you know the Anchorstein Common. I think it's all kind of the same basic concept. It's I, I'd love to see stuff. that common that common style become the new thing that everybody's kind of excited about, right? I mean, you know, this has been the last eighteen months or so have kind of been a lot of like loggers and pilsners, and everybody's kind of getting really excited about that. Which has been wonderful. Oh, absolutely. I have no problem with that. Some um, crispy boys. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to see like commons come into that that picture as well. I I mean, I would especially just because I I'm sure just like you guys, I get so tired of the session IPAs. Yeah. To like, me, there's there's some consolidation that needs to take place. But I'll tell you what I really the reason I got I besides the fact that I like the beer, but Something that was really nice about this whole kind of like renaissance, so to speak, of loggers and pilsners. There was more focus put on, can you make it well? Yes. You know, we're still kind of riding this wave of everybody adjuncts the crap out of whatever beer they have. And sometimes for good and sometimes for bad. But you can't really pull that off a lot of times with a nice crispy boy. First person that makes a pastry pilsner is getting punched somewhere unpleasant. Oh, please, please. And the pilsner? Sure. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to double check, and yeah, there is really, it seems to be no difference in a Kentucky Common than anything else. This happened to be a common style of ale that obviously hailed from Louisville in the mid-1850s until Prohibition. So it's basically a little darker, like a kind of a brown more than anything else. Closer to like an alt beer. Yeah. So, but it's made the same way as all the other comments. So yeah, I'm very excited to see that style. I tried it once when I was actively home brewing. It didn't work out great for me, but I didn't know what the fuck I was doing either. So would it be, I mean, like, let's be real. I don't have any aspirations that this is going to catch fire like the others have, but it would be great to see. Yeah, I don't either. Like the new wave be less about who can add more stuff, but more about who can do it well. Yep. One of the beers that I'm brought for the next show is a, a locally made mild. Mm-hmm. And it is just beautiful. Three and a half percent. Just wow. It's that beer that you drink when you, I mean, you can focus on it and pick it apart or you can just have four of them and not hate yourself. Or like, you know, when we were in London, a lot of the stuff is low ABV and you, have a couple at the at the pub. You have a pint or two. Go walking around for a little bit. You've burned all of that off. You 
ready for dinner now because you've you know spent your day in the city doing whatever. Yep. Now I'm gonna have a couple more, and I'm not gonna be shit faced. I'm gonna feel fine. I feel nice and refreshed because I had like three or four percent ABV ABV beers all day. Right. Right. It's great. All right. Uh, what's the other two beers, Wells, that they're uh, introducing? Uh, keeping things light, we've got the Belgian style session ale, which I'm kind of sure. looking forward to. Um, and then we've had a few of these on the show before, maybe. Um, it's New Zealand style pale ales or New Zealand style IPAs, which, as you guess, is an IPA, but um, using New Zealand made hops instead of American made hops. And yes, there is a difference. Sure. Terroir is everything. Right. In up until now, there hasn't been that designation, that distinction. So to your point, we've probably been drinking, you've probably been drinking lots of these without recognizing it because they're yep. not classified as that on untapped. So you don't necessarily know, even though you're familiar with the names of the hops that they use as Josh scrolls so we can see the description for. Nope. Well, the one I, the link I shared. Sorry. It was, was like, it was like, uh, it was dueling Mo- links. I just grabbed, one yeah, it was like, uh, Mo- Motuka and mm-hmm. a couple of others were like kind of the prominent ones. Perhaps if I would go back in time and undo some of the links, it's that not I worth it. It's terribly, yeah, terribly not worth it. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I will be honest, I kind of I rolled a little bit at the Belgian session ale, whatever. Uh, the other two sound really cool. I'm very excited about them. And Jeff makes a valid point. We've probably all been drinking New Zealand IPAs and pails for quite a while and just didn't really fully realize it because it wasn't labeled as such. There was a beer I remember Old Hickory making a long time ago. It was a Pilsner, but made with um, New Zealand hops. Oh, fun. It was called Southern Cross. So it was nothing but like noble hop varieties, but made like grown in New Zealand. So it gave them an interesting twist. It was of all the beers that they made that, you know, kind of just were one offs. That's one I'd like in a top three, love to see again. So cool. Nice. Oh, well, I guess we back to Oregon, right? Yeah. This kind of seems to be like the all Oregon show. Cause we have like two Oregon store three total. Uh, so well, two of them are this, you know, two stories on the same topic. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, what's going on in Oregon? Oh, boy. Um, There's been a proposed uh, tax hike on the excess tax rate in the state of Oregon. I mean... And it's a nice... I say nice. It is a a healthy chunk. Yeah. Currently, um, you're looking at taxes of $2.60 per barrel of beer or cider. Um, but the proposed tax would jack it up to now keep in mind from two sixty up to $70 a barrel. So they go from $67 increase. Yes. From two and a half dollars plus $67 equals what they want to do. Yep. So it would go for, from, no, they haven't raised the tax rate at all. Um, and you know, Oregon has one of the lowest excise tax rates in the country, but hey, yeah, I was the, say that's kind of cheap. The reason that they have one of the thriving brewing industries, though, is I mean because they have one of the lowest tax rates. It's not as prohibitively expensive to 
you know, be a brewer in, in Oregon. Whereas, you know, yeah, in some of the other higher excess tech states. Do you yeah. happen to, um, and I probably should have looked this up as well. Do you have any idea what North Carolina's per gallon is? I used to know. That's I right. think it's like 11. So still not $70. Now, I feel like the the kind of almost somewhat dubiously happy byline on this is, or not byline, but uh, PS on this is that, you know, they want to use this extra money um, to, to really help people out. Right. Like, so it's supposed to be, um, they want to use these taxes to fund behavioral health and substance abuse programs, which, you know, yeah, is nice and fine. Um, except I, for, I do have by yeah. to play devil's avocado. Didn't Oregon just like legalize all drugs? Yeah. 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 So it's weird that they want to use beer money to fund substance abuse programs when, I would argue that they're probably while beer is probably their most heavily consumed beer and wine, their most heavily consumed substance. It's probably not the most popular right now. Yeah. Um, seems like they ought to raise taxes on weed. Yeah. And maybe heroin and meth and cocaine and all the other drugs that they just well, legalized. I mean, you're right. I mean, I guess if I'm going to my meth dispensary, right. <laughs> Might as well tax that, which, by the way, I had to look it up. The beer tax right now for North Carolina is 62 cents per gallon. Uh, so <clears throat> you're looking at, let me pop back. 62 cents versus $70. See, then you'd have to divide two point, or $2.60 by 31. Anyway, so North Carolina has the fifth highest excise rate um, yeah, in the and country. this yeah. would suddenly make put Oregon in the number one spot if this bill goes through. And in the other article that, um, sorry, <laughs> um, this is just a total neo prohibition move. I mean, these people are. I, like, I will not argue that point at all. Know, they are they're these folks, well intentioned, you know, trying to do something about. Um, Oregon's alcohol mortality rate, which is has shot up in the last 30 years or so. But they're saying, oh, this won't um, hurt local businesses because it'll end up like saving the state so much money because, oh, what in the heck? Oh, my goodness. Now you went too far. I mean, who in the world are, I understand that alcohol addiction is a problem. Yes, it's real. 100%. It's real. I understand that funds need to be dedicated to this, but to kneecap an entire thriving industry that is one of the, you know, larger employing industries in that state. Um, I mean, it it's helped put Oregon on the map. I mean, I, oh, I was about Pacific to say Northwest. Like, like, why in the world, when when breweries are already kneecapped because of COVID, not being able to you know open fully, like this is just one more drop in a shit bucket. I mean, real talk. Let's <clears throat> when you think of Oregon, the three of us in the room. What is your first thought about that state? Beer, 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 weed. Yep, beer, weed, hippies. Oh uh, no, 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 <clears throat> beggars, beer. Weed. Yes, 
donuts, beggars. Okay. So, but beer is on that list, and you are, I don't think about Oregon as anything else other than beer and burly dudes and flannel, you know, weird button-up shirts and forests. That's that's my main thought of Oregon. And $70? What the fuck are you thinking? I mean, this, this goes beyond to me of the syntax yeah. of, you know, I'm going to tax liquor, I'm going to tax beer, wine, or liquor, the typical syntaxes that most states do to try to help prop up social programs. And don't get me wrong. Well said it. I agree. Alcohol is an addiction. It's a real problem. So are other drugs. But this is outrageous to try to charge this much money on a tax for these some of these small businesses that I guarantee you there's probably breweries in Oregon that are no bigger than one of the breweries that's near Lake Norman here that is basically a nano brewery. Are they going to be able to survive a $70 a barrel tax? No, no fucking way. It's like it's almost 3,000% of tax hike. Like, yeah. that's, just, that's, that's insanity. I'm, I'm trying to find my... my Oh, there was an article that I had linked to that had this excruciatingly painful quote from these folks. So I'm I'm trying to find it. Well, so, I tried to vamp for you. Well, it's fine. So so here's where I say this to me feels like one of those things that happens to me at work where somebody high up figures out a dollar figure that they want to achieve for whatever reason, and then we try to back our way into it. Okay, so we need to raise X number of dollars to fund this particular pet project to help mental health and, and addiction and all that. And I'm not arguing against that being a need. That's that's fine. And somebody makes a proposal and it's X million dollars. And they say, okay, cool. What do we sell the most units of that we could possibly put a tax on? Well, it's probably beer. Okay, how much would we have to add to beer? Oh, it'd be like $70 a barrel. $70 a barrel, that's not bad. Let's just do it. Yeah. Harumph, harumph, harumph. Yep. Give the governor a harumph. Harumph. <laughs> and that's how laws are made. I mean, it's just, oh, it's just mind-boggling, and yeah, like I said, I mean, I don't think of anything else from Oregon but beer, and you're go- going to kneecap these small, tiny breweries. <clears throat> yes, Deschutes could probably afford this, but the small little mom-and-pop 10, 20, 30-barrel system places are not going to be able to swing this. Deschutes could afford it, but they're not going to eat it. Right. The shoots is going to pass it on to everybody else, yep. all the consumers, well, well, which then means nobody's going to eat this. No, nobody's buying their beer at twenty four dollars a six pack. So, I, I mean, it's a fun. I, it's not not even fun. It it's a noble idea. Yes, very. But it feels like we just put too many eggs all in that one basket. Yeah. Instead of spreading it around. Yeah. Tax the beer, tax the liquor, tax the wine, tax the cigarettes, tax the weed. Maybe spread stop, it. Across. Maybe stop the beggars that are probably taking in forty grand a year, and not reporting it on taxes. I oh, mean, yeah, you know yeah, that too. Tax the donuts. There's a lot of cash business, and you have to assume that they're reporting their stuff correctly. But assume is is the key word there. Well, well, seems. I give up. I okay. give up. You it was it was a quote from Mike Marshall that is, uh, he's behind this whole push. Uh, the bill itself is House Bill, Oregon House Bill 3296. That's 
anybody wants to look that up on their own, sorry, I wasn't able to find that quote in time. It's okay. No worries. I mean, it's, again, this is a bad idea. It's got bad news written all over it. Ugh. Bad idea. Duh. Duh. Hey, you guys remember Southern Tier? They were a Charlotte brewery? They are a Charlotte brewery. I mean, they've made a beer in Charlotte. Yeah. Well, you know that they're also a Buffalo brewery? Oh. And they're coming home. So it begs a question for me. Yes. So you can have a brewery in a town, but does that make you a town's brewery? So like when you have these multiple locations, Mm -hmm. you know, like so for me, Sierra Nevada can sometimes be, I hate to use the word problematic. I hate that word. But, But Sierra Nevada is kind of interesting sometimes because they're out of Chico, California, California. California, A. California, man, that's a beer's kicking in. California, California, A. California, A. Uh, they're out of Chico, but they're also out of Asheville. Some of their stuffs here, some of their stuffs there. Yeah, you know, so when you, you get Oscar Blues, a... you know which which you know variant yeah. is it? Yeah, Burial, for that matter. Of course, I guess they ship all their stuff, don't they? Yeah, they do. Bad example. So you get somebody like Southern Tier that you know I always consider considered a New York brewery. Because mm-hmm. they are. And, and now they're Buffalo, which is also New York. Right. But, but, but then also Charlotte. Yeah. And if so. they open, like if you open up brew pubs everywhere, like when we think about rock bottom or hops, you know, places like that, were they, were, were they a Charlotte brewery when they were here? Technically. It's that question SA, mark. It's that SAT question of, you know, one is two and two is five, but five is not necessarily one. You know, like they brewed in Charlotte. They're technically a Charlotte brewery, but I wouldn't consider them a Charlotte brewery. Yeah. I would kind of, when I was doing beer writing, I would use weasel words to kind of get around that and say something like 23 Charlotte based breweries. Mm. Like, okay, based. Like, yeah. Like this is the only place where they are. Or Charlotte headquartered brewery. Sure. Well, then that would technically make Southern Tier a Charlotte headquartered brewery, would it not? Well, I think their head brewer, like their main production brewery, is you know still up in you know the Southern Tier of New York State, but their headquarters for ABV Artisanal Brewing Ventures, yeah, that's here. But okay. All right. Fair enough. Well, then in that case, you guys will be very excited yeah. to know. That a Charlotte headquartered brewery is heading home to Buffalo, New York and opening a new tap room. And everybody's excited, apparently. I don't know. I'm not. It's Dre Day and everybody's celebrating. I have had maybe one or two Southern Tier beers ever that I cared about to begin with. Uh, Their their overpacked little 15-pack still does nothing for me because it's a box of turds. There is it's a the there's a market turds. for Southern Tier beer. It is not us. Yes, it is clearly not us. And that's you know, like we have to be okay with that because there are there are many out there that make mixed packs in beer and stuff like that, that that we turn our nose up and you know poo poo to the moon. Yeah, but there's a lot of folks out there that actually do drink it and like it. There's people out there that love that mixed pack of Saranac. I mean, somebody has to be buying it. I mean, we forget all about that. I'm just saying, like, but yeah, no, you're right. Like, if nobody was buying it, they it wouldn't, wouldn't still exist. be making yeah. it, right? Yeah. Like, you know, even the big box stores would be like, no, no, we're good. We still have stuff from last year. 
that nobody wants. Yeah. We don't want your fresh stuff that's going to sit for another year. Yeah. Yeah. All the beer made by the 13th largest brewery in this country is garbage. Nobody drinks that swill. I mean, except like everybody A lot of else people, except yeah. us. Yeah. Exactly. Well, in the same fashion, it's kind of like New Belgium. We often kind of just like, oh, yeah, New Belgium. They're just a bunch of, you know, whatever. But they sell a shit ton of beer. Oh, yeah. No, they do. So, Absolutely. You know. I, d- I just found this kind of funny because at least in the <clears throat> subreddit of Slash Beer, everybody was going crazy. Like, Southern Tears coming home. Southern Tears. Um, coming home? They never. Did they leave? Th- that's exactly what my thought was. I'm like, um, they never left, bros. Hold on. To say, they're com- to say they're coming home means that they're leaving Charlotte. Are they leaving Charlotte? No. No, they're not. Yeah. Oh, no, no, man. no. I would argue this nope, is the, the, the breweries at Yancey is still gonna be there. I would argue this is the rare time that something has gone from Charlotte to Buffalo. Usually it's the other way around. around. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, if all of my old coworkers are reading indications, like yeah. man, a whole bunch of Sabres fans in this office. Yeah, well, if hey, Buffalo's what? so great, why did you leave? Because it's fucking cold. Well, they're like, well, there aren't any jobs. I'm like, so is Buffalo that great? Yeah. Well, I mean, they've got a new tap room now that people that oh, man. live I, in Buffalo can go work at. I, I should go text some much excited, very like, wow. It's like, hey, you guys are y'all excited for the new? Uh, just kind of see what they say. Do you want to be a beer server? Would you like to be a beer server? Oh my god, no, no, no. He doesn't have the tits. So I mean, th- there is. <laughs> Damn. All right. Anyways. Yeah, they're opening a new tap room. That's what's happening. And hooray. So yeah, they've, they've got them. their their main Lakewood. Hold up. Their main Lakewood location. Yeah, I'm not closing. I'm just scrolling. Uh, satellite tap rooms in Pittsburgh, Cleveland, now Buffalo, I guess Charlotte. Why the heck doesn't isn't Charlotte uh, listed there? Because it's technically not just the Southern Tier Brewery. Oh, the man. Brewers at Yancey. It's the Brewers at Yancey. <laughs> this, this, is, uh, this is a question that I don't have the answer to, but I wonder like, how many other Brewers at Yancey-type locations are there, or is this just the one? Because, And I say type because obviously not every place is going to have 4,001 Yancey. Is there no, address, no, but, but, but I hear what you're saying. Like, How many other places would have Southern Tier and a couple of other breweries all part of... like? Southern yeah, yeah which and, by the way, for, for folks that aren't in Charlotte, we are kind of riffing and joking about this, but Southern Tier is technically headquartered here when they merged with Victory Brewing and then they picked up Six Point and Bold Rock. And Bold Rock. So it's all kind of now here in Charlotte and, under one roof. It's all under one and house. And the one roof with the slips right off the tongue name of Brewers at 4001 Yancey. Yeah, which... I have never been to. Uh, we've drove the past ad wizards it. who came up with this one. We've drove past it, but I've never set foot in it. I have. Good for I you. have, like, within I, the last couple months. I I mean, actually, about a month ago was the last time I went. Okay. The food was decent. The, yeah. the one time I've been twice, and, you know, they have decent bar food. You know, I mean, like, it wasn't a terrible experience. You just, it's one of those places you can't go there saying to yourself, I'm going to get awesome beer and some good food. You need to go there saying like, I'm going to get marginal beer and okay food. I'm going to go because the group wants to go. We're all going to have a pleasant time and I will find at least a beer that I can tolerate. 
It's good enough. Yeah, exactly. It's it it's is good enough. It's it not is, one of those places that I'm going to be like, eh, I don't really think we should go there. And see, I guess that's that's where, especially you, not so much, but you and I, Jeff, are oh. very similar. Of if you're going to drag me out of the house and make right. me leave the fucking place, it better be fucking banging for me to even want to step foot. I'm going to make a hard point. sell on about five other places. Yeah, but if that's where, and you know, like. For me, that's never my destination. That's a stop along the way. We're going to stop there. We'll get a flight because that's what we're doing. That's back in the day when we used to be able to do that shit. Yeah. But, um, and, and Wells, that obviously was no slight on you. I know you have a way better tasted beer than the two of us in this room. It's just you're way more of a promiscuous drinker than the two you of a us slut. are. <laughs> if I am going to go to a brewery in this town, it's either going to be a place I know that is good and I know that I'm going to get phenomenal beer out of going on that trip or... See, right now, I'm so... And I'm spoiled because when I go, it's one of you two yeah. or the both of you. Yeah. And I know the three of us are not going to go there. There no. was one place, I mean, speaking of springing you, that I really like wanted to take you there because this facility is awesome, but the beer, down I'm going to let you come up with your... You know, Make your own mind up about that. So, I don't know. Like, it would at least be worth seeing. Maybe sure. Having. But, but again, like, Brewers at Yancey is a... It's a type of place that, that keeps the group happy at the expense of an individual. You know, and where you may want to drag people off. To, this place has the best beer, and they may not enjoy it because it's all a bunch of styles they don't care about. Right. This is the place where... The, you know, when you think about beer drinkers on a bell curve, the mass will be content at Brewers at Yancey. Fair enough. And so I guess that's the next final question I have for the two of you. <clears throat> They've got these multiple tap rooms. Right now, they are just branded as Southern Tier. Yeah. <clears throat> do you see them trying to recreate what they've done here down the road? Or do you think that that name, at least in the upper northeast of southern tier carries enough clout where they're just like you know what we're just gonna keep it labeled southern tier we might have a couple of victory beers show up or a few six point beers show up but it's mainly gonna be like you won't know these other breweries exist under our under why, our why umbrella. would they there is okay. absolutely zero i mean in today's world where we have more and more brew pubs opening up that love to spout the hundreds of taps that they have you know, look at us. We have all of these taps that we never cycle through and the beer's old. But, you know, like they want to show how many, how much variety they have. Yeah. When you have corporate synergy like that, <clears throat> why would you not go ahead and, and bring the rest of them in? I'll give you that one, didn't I? You. I mean, it, it makes sense. I, and I don't know, because, you know, as much as I like to shit on Southern Tier, I know that. Number one, it's not a beer for me. But number right. two, it does have its following. Like people yeah. from the upper well, northeast, they they look upon that brewery like it's God's gift to earth. And there was a cool there was a point it. in time where we too enjoyed some of their stuff. Oh, me specifically? Yeah, I mean, I, when, I, I don't because I tried pumpkin once and about wanted to vomit, and I swore that place off for a very long it time. It was like the first two years of availability. Here, I went crazy for the Java, the Mocha. Yeah. Not so much the pump 
King. Palm King, I mean, no. That, that wasn't okay. That I was do remember f- finding the Java and liking that one. Like, the Java's those were good. tasty, and yeah. I don't know I if my taste... double IPA was good. I can't remember which one that was. It was the 2X. Oh, the 2X IPA. Yeah. I, mean, like, like it was, it's I a, was drinking so much of that. Yeah. But specifically, like their pastry stouts before pastry stout was really a thing. And I don't know if their formula changed or if my taste changed because, like, one year those same beers came around and I'm like, I hate these now. Yeah. I I think it's a little of both. I I also think the market caught up. You know, I kind of like affectionately call it the Mexican cake syndrome. For a couple of years, there was only one and it was Westbrook. There and they can made only the Mexican cake. One. And now a brewery opens, you know, back in the day it was a brewery opens and what did they have on tap? A blonde and a brown and an IPA and a pale ale and some other generic whatever. Now it's almost like, you know, brewery opens and they're like, oh yeah, and we have a, you know, peppered imperial stout with chocolate and, you know, like. Yeah, and here's our hazy, here's our double IPA, yeah. here's our bourbon barrel aged stout. Yeah, I mean, like, you know. And our Pilsner. Right, and so, yeah. Yeah. And so my point being, like, you know, Mexican cake was kind of out there on its own, and then everybody caught on, and now everybody has one, and Mexican cake is still good. Mm-hmm. It just gets lost under, you know, it's kind of like the heady topper syndrome. Yeah. I mean, I would not turn away a heady topper, just like I wouldn't turn away a Mexican cake. Yeah. But so many so many other people are making it, I don't chase it like I used to. Yeah. And true. I think that's what happened to Southern Tier. They were out there making creme brulee and cherry cordial and all these other little, like, you know, crazy adjuncted 12% diabetes bombs. And but we, I used to love them. And we did. And then everybody else started making them and started making them a little better. Yep. And it kind of I mean, lost it, its luster. At some point, I just got turned off by their turn it up to 11 mantra when it came to their flavorings. I mean, some of their stuff, like, man, if you guys would just dial this back, show a little bit of restraint, like, I'd, I'd drink so much more of it. But instead, you know, I, I just want a, a short pour of it or... I want to buy a bottle and sit on it for two years. And that's not, you know, that's not good for business. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to turn this into a Southern Tier rant, but no, I mean, it's kind like, of turned out but, that but way. But I mean, I, you know, it is, it is a good topic, right? I mean, because our tastes change. And, you know, there's a lot of those breweries that we used to fawn over. I mean, I bet we could go through and start scrolling through like the first... 20 to 50 episodes. Oh, oh, I have. And look at the stuff where we're like, oh my gosh, we were crazy about that beer. Yeah. No, I have. I've started to actually start to to try to put together a highlight reel, I guess, of the last eight years. Oh, dang. So I have come to that. I have gone through and listened to a bunch of old episodes. If you're going to listen to the ones that I haven't coded for Bino or for I'd tap that, I'd appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll get you. Uh, But. (laughs) Just listening to some of the beers that we used to gush over, and now I'm like, you know, you could put that in front of me and tell me there's a hundred dollars at the end of that glass, <laughs> and I'd say, go fuck yourself. I'm not gonna touch it because, unfortunately, that's I don't know, man. Twenty bucks is twenty bucks, <laughs> and title, boom. <laughs> All right, are we ready for break? Yes, indeed. We'll be back in thirty.
It's time for my I Know by Jeff. How does that work? Uh, we're going to talk about the beer that we've been drinking. Whether we would buy it or not buy it. We don't have to worry about trying to decipher what a 3.75 means. Does Josh like it? Yes. Does Josh not like it? No. The end. Done. First beer so, up. First beer up. Uh, Carolina Mays sent us uh, another goodie box. Good. Thank you very much. Th- uh, this one just came out of nowhere. Like, we got done recording, and then the Tuesday, like, all of a sudden I had a box on the porch. I'm like, all right, then. <laughs> Right, what you right. didn't realize is that he set you up with his subscription service. Ah, he'll be sending a box every three weeks. Nice. I'll I take mean, it. I ain't even mad. But, uh, you know, it was always fun to get some Creature Comforts. And he sent us a can of Creature Comforts Crescendo Hazy IPA. Um, very melony. Um, it's fine. I'm not a melon lover. I don't mind it as like a flavor component in the rest of the IPA. It was a little melon forward for me. Uh, I'm not going to buy it, but I mean, like, it's creature comforts. You could do a lot worse. You know, if if this is the best looking IPA and the freshest looking IPA, I mean, like, it is not a bad beer. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. just, it's, it's, again, melon is not my jam. So uh, I'm going to no buy it. Wells? Uh, I'm with you on the, you know, you could do worse. Uh, thing, but at the same time, I could do better from Creature Comforts, and I think if I was uh, presented with a variety of their other options, I wouldn't be choosing this one. Uh, it's a no-buy. It's it's better than other breweries' offerings, but I think this is kind of meh for who it is. Josh, in general, you guys are judging this really harshly. It's not that bad. It's, it, no, no, it's, it's not, not, it's not it's that not bad. bad. It's just not that good either. Oh, no. What is the deal uh, with this beer? I will also say that he did send us a transmogrification of souls beer, which we've had numerous times on the show. So that got donated. To you stole belly. that at drunk. That's you. That got, we've had that on the show. How many times? You son of a bitch. <laughs> so know. you're profiting off of somebody else's ignorance. That's, um, well, then those extras that Chris sent are going to magically make their way back to my fridge. Hey, what did I do to you? What did I do to you, for that matter? Well, I mean, come I on. I thought you, we agreed we weren't going to talk about that again. You can find Transmog of Souls. You at, said they were portobello mushrooms. Pretty much. Any, they are portobello mushrooms. Y'all any bottle shop around town. At least you could at one point. Uh, no, this is... It's Creature Comforts. I'm always excited when I see one of them, like... I, I, I uh, uh, this one though, meh. it was okay. Yeah, well, it it wasn't terrible by any stretch of the imagination, but yeah, I would agree with you guys as much shit as I just gave you. Um, no bye. Next beer up. Next beer up. Uh, so you know, as mentioned before, I just happened to be in, you know, getting my CO two tank filled and saw some more cork shoes only, and I thought, well, I'm gonna buy some for me, and then I saw that they were there was two different ones. And there were ones that we hadn't had on the show yet. And I'm like, well, awesome. Like, that's what I love about this project. It's all these different takes on the same kind of beer. Please tell me you did not just dump what I think you dumped. Did you rinse? Water. Okay, good. I was about to punch you in the face. Please tell me you didn't. You yeah. dumped your rinse water. Anywho, um, so the first, uh, we've got two of them. And this first one is uh, from Southern Range uh, in Monroe. 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 Uh, 8% double IPA, which actually, I think, uh, did they, they won for best interpretation of the style. Did they not? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I actually had gone to the brewery to try to buy some of this and they were out, went to a local, uh, to them bottle shop to buy some and they were out. 
And my joke was uh, Southern Range likes to make uh, very hazy, thick, viscous, chewy IPAs. Milks, milkshakes. Milkshakes. Stuff. Jews, I think, is one of their their fruity uh, uh, Goza styles. Berliner, I'm sorry, Berliners. And so my joke was, well, maybe they finally made like a clear beer and it sold out. Uh, that is not the case. This is very much to Southern Ranges style. Uh, and after I got home with these, I cracked one open, figuring, you know, like I needed to at least try it to see if it was worth bringing on the show. And I, I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> This is really good. I really I wasn't like it. Even there to Stockholm syndrome him. I know. I know. Um, I actually enjoy this a lot, and uh, I'm a, I'm a buy on this one. Wells, that's overwhelmingly a fan of the Court Shoes Only project. Um, I would put this. I mean, probably in my top three. I don't know if it's my personal favorite, but this is definitely a a solid buy. If someone were to. Gift me a four pack, I'd be very pleased with myself. So if you could find it, right? If I could find uh, it, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is really this is really good. One of the probably the better, simpler beers that isn't barrel aged cookie dough or whatever. Like, like wow, it's just an IPA. It's it's great. Josh, what do you think? I can't believe. Excuse me. I'm going to say this. I think it's time that I finally go to Southern Range. I've been telling you this for a you, while. You have been. I, look, and, and I, it's and it, so far. Well, it, it's, I know it is. We, but. You and I were gonna, we were gonna work this out, and then it's one of those things where there's not a whole lot else around it. So it, it's, it's kind of like it is a lot to commit to just going there. But yeah. I am the offer still stands. Yeah. No. I. I we think, just need to schedule a weekend. Yeah. I will take you. Yeah. I think. It, it, I think it's actually time that I go because I've had enough of their beers to go. They know what the fuck they're doing. Like, at least for me in my wheelhouse. Yeah. No, no. It, it and is. And granted, all I have ever tried for them are their IPAs. Yeah. They have a whole lot of that fruited Berliner style as well. Okay. You know, um, you know uh, now that's what I call juice. And they've got a whole line called Jews, J O O S, just so you don't think I'm saying something else. Yes. Thank you. Uh, but no, this is, this is an, an absolute buy. I love this. This is. Great. This is a good interpretation of the style. And yeah, this is. I know that this is a selfish ask, but can we do this every year? And then once we can get back to normal, still have QCBF, but do this along with it? Both. 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 Both, both, both is good. Both. Or at least make everybody do like, here's our base recipe. I think that would be a fun idea, actually. I, like, Here's like, our base recipe. We need you all to, have to brew this we, beer. We need to either tweet Nils or or send him the show link or whatever. But like, I think Josh, to kind of fulfill what you're saying, everybody who has a booth at QCBF needs to have a court shoes on tap. Yeah, their interpretation of it, just like they did this. It's a it's a as we saw with like the Black is Beautiful project. Like it is a great. Fun time to have that beer, uh, and in or like what was the one they did for um, Brooks, um, Brooks Sandwich Shop? I I mean I can't remember yeah. off the top of my head. What having I having Ellis, that maybe and it was like a yeah, light. but whatever it was called, like, like having that like here's the recipe. Everybody do your interpretation of it. I think, I think that's an amazing I, idea. I think it's, it's, it's incredibly fun to be able to go to all these different breweries and see what they bring to the table. And I mean, I almost think that it should be like 
part of their admission into the event. Look at us booking a festival. Sorry, no, didn't mean to do that. No, no, not planning for him. I'm just like making a a good suggestion that I think, you know, would would pan out because I think some breweries tend to avoid joining in on this because they're a little too high and mighty about what they're all about. Yeah. And it's like sometimes you need to suck it up and do the greater good. The greater good, the greater good. All right, next beer up. Speaking of uh, court shoes only, um, the other one I found uh, was from a, a um, couple new breweries actually in town. I don't know how long Armored Cow has been around. Several, uh, maybe two years. Okay. I remember going to them in the before times. Okay. And then Middle James, uh, which is a fairly new entry into the Pineville market. Yep. And damn it if I don't love this beer too. It's real good. It's it's a much cleaner double IPA. It's more in the old school double IPA wheelhouse, but it's just really well made by two fairly new breweries collaborating together. I thought that was really cool. So I'm a buy on this one as well. Wells? I'm also a buy. I am going to have to give the quality edge Southern Range just as a heads up um, of these two, but still a buy on this. Josh, where are you? Yeah, this is still good, but <clears throat> agreed Southern Range. Way better. Uh, still good. This one's got a little tiny bit of the onion, garlicky taste, which I don't especially enjoy in beer. But I love in my food, just not in my beer. Fair enough. But I'd still buy it. Next beer up. So you remember there was some time. It's it has been like three, four years ago. We had a bunch of beer from Carson's Brewing in out of Evansville. Yep. So. The head brewer from there left and, and, and went to a different place uh, called Maidens, which was all good and fine uh, until Iron Maiden decided they didn't like the fact that this place was called Maidens and uh, cease and desist. And they then changed their name to Damsel. Um, but I was in town and I had a couple of my friends tell me, you really need to go there. You need to get something. And one of them even said, you needed to get this beard. So uh, I went and I got a crowler. Uh, of Zelda, their Imperial IPA. And it is, um, it's okay. I think it's really tough to follow those two court shoes. Um, this, this, when I had it on tap at the, at the brewery, you know, it was a little, I don't know if, I felt like I was getting a little more like danky, um, hot kind of vibe from the hops. I'm kind of losing that here. Maybe because we've tried everything. Um, this is fine. I would have it if I was there. I don't know that I'm buying this outside of that. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? What do you think? Wells? I had to look at that label. Like IPA. This has given me some real like Belgian esters. Um, I I would have loved to have uh, some dank in this, but uh, sadly, what you might have had when you were there doesn't necessarily come through in the crowler, and for that, I will have to know by. Josh, where are you? Besides right there. Yeah, besides right here. (laughs) All right, so number one, they were named Maidens, got sued by Iron Maiden. Number two, they made a beer named Zelda, and Nintendo's very litigious, too. You're rolling the dice here, big guys, real quick. 
on this going stuff. for a new high score. <laughs> Apparently, new record. Uh, is there like any reference to like the Triforce or anything on that label? This I can't a, see. It's it just a Crowler label. Okay, it's their generic. Okay, I didn't know if they had that has like, the name written on it. Okay, it's, yeah, um, yeah. This is. I hate using the term mediocre at best. If I was there, I might enjoy it, but if given everything else that we've had tonight and it's, it's knowing the, what's in my market. And yeah, honestly, it's probably one of those that in a different show matched up with different beer. Yeah, maybe it could it, have been a fucking banging it, ass beer. It, it may have been a buy, but it followed a solid Creature Comforts and two really good court shoes. Well, and, and, and then there's two other beers after it that kind of... And not lying... But, Jeff got here kind of early. That's a big ass crowler of beer. He poured us a little sample. I thought I had first beer syndrome, and then I had the other beers, and I'm like, no, I didn't. This just wasn't that good. It was it's okay at best. Yeah. So you did have first beer syndrome. First beer syndrome was where yeah, well the first okay. beer is like this is awesome, and then you have it again later. You're like, oh wait, no. Wait. Yeah, I guess touche. You're right. Because uh, yeah, I thought this was really good, and then you poured the second one. I'm like, no, really wasn't. All right, next beer up. Next beer up, um, Resonant Culture's Double Universe, a hazy IPA, Double New England. We've got a lot of Double New Englands in this show. Four out of the six are Double New Englands. Um, I saw this said Double Universe when when Wells texted and immediately thought like maybe it was some collaboration with Divine Barrel and their universe is a donut. Yeah. However, it is not. Clearly, it's a, just a clearly hazy it was IPA. not. Uh, it's an 8% hazy IPA. Oh. Um, this, to me, falls into a category of the upper echelon of resident culture IPAs that I know I'll never be able to find again. Like, they don't quite have full-on burial syndrome, but I get really frustrated when I have a beer like this and I like it because I know I'll never see it again. They There's a handful that they can on the regular by the way when's re-up coming back but um that being said i like this beer i would buy it again if i saw it wells so double universe is a uh imperial version of their universal mind oh. uh, ipa which a little bit bigger this is another heavily citrified uh ipa look i mean i i love the base and you're talking about just turning up the volume and turning up the ABV on something that I already enjoy. It's no surprise that I'm going to buy this one too. Josh, what do you think? <clears throat> no, this is fantastic. Uh, Resident Culture, again, proves to me as far as the hazies go. It's one of the places that I'm always going to go. And once, you know, regular times come back and the fact that it's what, five miles down the road from the house? I mean, come on. That's... I, I can't beat that. I just wish I could easily walk into there. But, you know, anyways. Yeah. Big, huge buy. Final beer up. Final beer up. Uh, again, as I was talking about, roaming around my old hometown and stumbling into some fun stuff. Um, they get Toppling Goliath, which is always fun. They had a whole bunch of different things that I'd never seen before. Uh, so, of course, I went for what I've had and grabbed some King Sue. And then uh, in my gallivanting a, a day later, ended up in a place and noticed a bottle of King Sue. And I'm like, well, that's weird. I very weird. Because their can, at least to me, it's very distinguishable. It's got that 
red dinosaur with yep. a yellow background, and yep. it's really like it kind of pops on a shelf. Yep, and so did the bottle, and it grabbed my attention. And I looked and I saw, oh, double dry hop King Sue. Go well, on. I know some people around here that like DDH type stuff. Um, and so, you know, this is the DDH version and it's freaking delicious. It too is listed as an Imperial IPA slash double New England. But, um, well, I think we've done it, buddy. I think we've done it. Yes. Yes. You've done it. If you can continue to feed me, you know, King Sue and double dry hopped King Sue, I will be happy. This beer is excellent. Big bye. Wells. This might be the haziest IPA I've seen to come out of a bottle in quite some time. Uh, I mean, typically, you know, pint cans are the way to go. And what's this, 500 milliliter? Like, huh. Yeah, it's that weird bottle shape, uh, bottle size. Uh, Just kind of neat. What, it's, it's a 500. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You nailed it. Um, no, this is really good. I mean, I, I love King Sue. I'm always excited when I get a chance to have a crack at Toppling Goliath. And uh, surprise, surprise, the DDH King Sue is going to be good, too. Who knew? Oh, yeah. Anybody. Josh, what do you think? You buying this, too? I mean... You buying this, too, too? Duh. But, wow, this is... <clears throat> it's weird seeing one of these in a bottle. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's a strange thing to look over there and go... There's a fucking bottle on the show, and it's not a stout or a, you know, whatever. And remember a couple of episodes ago, we actually talked about this, where there's a can shortage. These cans are basically backed up now until, I, I think, the earliest estimates were mid-2022, if not late-2022, before can availability would be somewhat obtainable for some of these breweries. And when I say some of these, we're talking fairly large breweries. So I think my crazy prediction is right already that we are going to start seeing more bottles on the show and on the shelves, which is weird. What's old is new again. I I mean, we've talked about this time and time again, but me the old beer, same as the new beer. We got to a point on the show where seeing a bottle was rare for, for the three of us. Like you brought a bottle in like, what the fuck? Wait till you see the next show. It is all bottles. It is almost all bottles in a crowler. Weird. I know, right? Thanks, Weird. California. It's it's crazy times. But no, this California. Is, this is fantastic. A big huge buy. So Jeff, it's time for I tap that. How does that work? Uh so what's our favorite beer? What's our best in show? What's the MVP? What's the one that we would most like to have if we were stuck somewhere on a desert island? And and I'm I'm a little flummoxed. I'm not going to lie because I'm sitting here looking at three freaking double New England IPAs, all of which I'd be okay with. Um, but I mean, how do you, how, how is it not King Sue? It has to be King Sue. So King Sue. Wells. Oh, can't believe I'm saying this, but King Sue is great. It's got to be the double universe for me. That Citra just really hit the spot and I, I, damn I hate it when it's this close Josh where are you you know I somehow knew you were gonna go there and I can't believe I'm gonna say this but Wells I'm gonna join you on that journey Woo! 
And it was a close, close, close fucking race. Don't get me wrong. That King Sue is amazing. But the fact that I could get that resident culture just literally driving up the road is mind-blowing to me. And it's also mind-blowing to me that we made Jeff, like, actually start to kind of enjoy New England's. It's happened. It's happened. My issue has always been that everybody, it's kind of like sours. Everybody makes them. It doesn't mean everybody makes them well. Right. And so I can appreciate a good one. Yes. I'm not going to universally Buy enjoy one. all of them. Yeah. And, and, Which I get. And a lot of them have fall into that category of it's okay as a sampler, but would I want to drink the whole thing? And that Southern Range, I went through the whole can without a second's like remorse at all. Which says a lot. Says a lot about how well that how good that beer actually is. Yeah. It's it was right up there. I mean it was that in King Sue, and I'm just like, wow, I don't know. King Sue is like Citra Bomb. So yeah, you know, it, it totally is. Out. And you're a Citra Homer. All right, so Jeff, we're, we are at the end of the show. Where are we at, my friend? Careful. Careful. Do not drop precious cargo. Crapbeercast.com is where you can find our website, our old episodes, and whatnot. We also have a Facebook page because maybe that's how you get your updates. Facebook.com slash crapbeercast. Uh, Patreon.com slash crapbeercast if you want to support us that way. If you're not like Carolina Mays and want to just randomly ship us beer. Um, Which we take too, gladly. Yeah, I, and I mean, like, to be fair, Chuck does it as well, but, you know. And send, Scott. And Scott. Stuff. Scott. Yeah. I usually, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got the Scots. We've got all kinds of hookups. I, I enjoy. We don't have all kinds of hookups. Not everybody is always really great about it, but well, occasionally we got I'm really, tr- I'm trying to neg them a little bit so they'll stop feel. Stop negging them. They'll, they'll feel guilty and then ship us more. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Wells, where are you at, my friend? You can find me on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at all the Wells, or uh, PayPal Venmo, too, if you're feeling saucy. <laughs> Shut <laughs> your pie hole. Do not, send, do not Venmo Wells. Yeah, do not. Oh, come on. <laughs> what, was it cash up? Buy me a beer. It'll be fun. <laughs> Josh, where are you? You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget to tell a friend. Don't forget about our subreddit slash r slash craft beer cast. And yeah, that's it. That's the end of the show. Uh, We will literally talk to you guys tomorrow because this episode drops tomorrow. Next Thursday. Nope. This Thursday. This Thursday. This Thursday. Bye.